הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים של דורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש ומשם בארץ המה. הוא יפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ומרחמר רבנו נחנו צגה. נא נח נחמן נחמן ואומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם, today we're gonna start תורה 74, רומה על השמיים. בעזרת השם. You're gonna see that this תורה is from the לשון of the חברים. Uh, again, as we saw from last Torah 73, that this is directly from the language of the people who were there who heard it, the students of Rabbeinu who heard the lesson at the time when he was giving it. But the language you're going to see here at the beginning isn't as clear as it could be. It's confusing, there's missing things, as you're going to see later. Um, so you're going to see how tomorrow, God willing, or the second section of this lesson is going to um, explain it a little bit better Um, because Rabbi Natan is going to go through it in a different manner. So, the top end of the lesson, if there's anything missing, you see there's little things confusing, that makes sense because the language is a little vague. Um, so, B'zrat Hashem. Ruma al Hashemem Elohim al kol ha'aretz kevodecha tzun te'inim, chapter 57. That you are exalted above all the heavens, Hashem. Your glory is over all the earth. Okay. To put that pasuk aside, let's come back to it later. Each and every person needs to heal their soul. What does it mean to heal your soul? That is to elevate it to the place where it's sourced in. The source of where it comes from, the root of that soul, you need to elevate it to that place and that's how you heal it. How can you elevate it? Behold, there's two types of judgments. The first one is the The, um, the impure judgment. This is the judgment that is um, connected to what it's in the Gemara Shabbat. That the Nachash, the, the primordial snake, he polluted Chava with his poison. Or he placed pollution within Chava. This is the first type of Deen. This judgment that is impure. And there's a holy judgment. That God rebukes those He loves. So we see that this rebuke, this essence of judgment, is a good type of judgment because God loves you and He's doing it. He's giving you the judgment. Whereas the first one is this judgment that comes from the Nachash. So we see here that there's two different types of judgment. And Rabbanu tells us a huge, huge principle in Avodat Hashem. That with coming closer to Hashem begins with rejection first. That if a person wants to get close to Hashem, he has to first feel rejected. Anyone who betters himself and makes himself righteous down here, that up there in the heavens, they judge him more strictly. They bring him a deen of tzedek. This represents... constricted intellect, this represents what it says in Bereshit, that Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. <coughs> For Avram represents kindness, and Chesed represents, uh, Yitzchak, sorry, represents judgment. Pachad Yitzchak, as it says, the fear of Yitzchak, as we know. And this kindness is enclosed within Gvura, Avram is enclosed within Yitzchak. Hada Odichtiv, Um, as it says in Tehinim, with the saving strengths of his right arm. So you see that his right arm has this concept, um, his saving right arm, 
has its concept of gvurot within it. That the chesed is enclosed within the gvurah. And this is what it says, for His loving kindness towards us has grown strong, or it has overcome us. Gavach, from the word Gvura. So we see this combination of Chesed and Kodol and Gvura again here. And this is what we were talking about here. That Yitzchak is the concept of the name Elokim. Elokim is the name of judgment. So how do we know Yitzchak is Elokim? You see here in Bereshit that Hashem has brought me laughter. This is a reference to what Sarah said whenever she hears from the from these three guests that Abraham invited into his home that she's going to have a kid. She she says that this is a, a joke in a sense. So we see that Tzechok Asadi Elokim Tzechok from the word Yitzchak. The Yitzchak is a, the aspect of Elokim Din. And he comes from the aspect of Sarah, Midat Malchut, which is Malchut. So we see that Yitzchak stems from Sarah, Sarah being Malchut. Kingship, Kemoshe Perash Rashi. As Rashi says, She Sarah al Kola Olam. That since she ruled over the entire world, the Dina, so we see the concept She Sarah. Sarah means to rule. And we see the word Sarah, to rule, from the same name of Sarah, that Sarah gets her name because she ruled over the world. This concept of Malchut, kingship. We know that the judgment of the government is judgment. Dina de Malchuta. Dina is considered judgment. And this kingship is considered tzedek, justice. So we see that Malchut is din. Sarah is concept of din, judgment. Because Dina de Malchuta Dina, that we see that Dina Malchut is din, it's judgment. So we see that with Sarah is associated with the concept of the deen. And what's also associated with Malchut? Tzedek, justice. Tzedek, Malchut, Kadisha. it says in the Tikkun Zohar, Tzedek is the Malchut of holiness. Okay. So we see that Malchut is a reference to the deen of Tzedek. Un Malki Tzedek, Melech Shalem. We see that Malki Tzedek. Malki Tzedek, the king of Shalem. Malki Tzedek, apparently in the words, is Melech and Tzedek. Malchut and Tzedek. This is all representing... Constricted intellect. When your intellect is not expanded, it's constricted. This represents the concept of that Yitzchak's eyes grew dim. The concept of constricted intellect. And with Yitzchak comes the concept of and it says that his eyes grew dim. This represents darkness. And what is darkness? Darkness is called night. What is night when you can't see very well? When it's when things are dark, when when it's not so clear, that's constricted intellect. This all represents the soul. It says, My soul longs for you at night. What did we say? Night is constricted intellect, all this stuff. And now Rabenu is connecting this to the soul. See, it's very choppy here the, that the, the ideas aren't flowing in the best manner because um, it's not Rabinathan who wrote this. And each and every person needs to go from constricted intellect to expanded intellect. And uh, when a person comes to expanded intellect, great intellect, this is what we call what it says in Bereshit, that the eyes of both of them were opened. So we said earlier that constricted intellect is that the Yitzchak's eyes grew dim. Now the eyes being opened is a, is a manifestation of this, this great intellect. Mochin de Gadlut, expanded intellect. 
And what did Rashi say that both of their eyes were open with a reference to Adam and Chava? Ar Shema Emar. This refers to wisdom. So we see here this concept of opening up of the eyes reference to wisdom, meaning that your intellect has been expended. This is what the verse says. And God saw that the light was good. Good is reference to Torah. It says in Gemara Both of these aspects represent, represent the Chagim of Hoshana Rabbah and Simchat Torah. Hoshana Rabbah were approaching, Simchat Rabbah were approaching, Simchat Torah were approaching. So it's very applicable what we're talking about here. There's Hoshana Rabbah and Simchat Torah. Shem B'chinat Yitzchak V'Yakov, which represents Yitzchak and Yaakov. Ki Hoshana Rabbah hu B'chinat Dibu Belodeya. For Hoshana Rabbah is the holiday which represents speech without knowledge. This is Yitzchak. V'Ubchinat Arava, this represents the willow branch. Because if you look at the willow branch, it looks like the lips. When we shake the lulav, look at the, the willow branch, it looks like it's shaped in the, in the shape of a lip, of lips. So we see that it represents speech. But it's without knowledge. There are those who study the Torah and stammer the words without knowledge. Each and every word ascends up above. God delight within those words. Even though they're without, they're without knowledge, God still delights in them. God takes these words. He plants it on the banks of that brook. And huge trees are made from these words. And these trees that are created from these words that have no knowledge are called willows of the brook. Sorry. That we see here that this is the concept of, um, of the Arava, the willow branch. This is speech without knowledge, as we see in the Zohar. But Simchat Torah represents speech with knowledge. Sorry. And this speech with knowledge is the life force of the soul. That worthy, meritorious are those who know the paths of the Torah and they endeavor to fulfill it. They try their best to fulfill it in an upright manner. That they plant a tree of life on high. Which has the power to heal. Etc. As it says over there in the Zohar Kadosh. So we see here this concept that these are words that when you, when you, these are words or speech with knowledge as we see here, meaning that you're endeavoring to fulfill it in the most upright manner, that you plant a different tree, not a tree of a willow brook, but a tree of life. And this is what it says in Malachi, A benevolent sun with healing in its wings. For the sun represents Yaakov, which is speech with knowledge. This is the tree of healing as we saw in the Zohar. And this is um, the saying of the verse of what it says in Tehidim. God is sun and he's a shield. Because Yitzchak and Yaakov represent Din and Rachamim. That Yaakov is the aspect of Rachamim, mercy, and Yitzchak is Din, as we saw, Pachad Yitzchak. 
And this is an explanation of the verse in Yeshaya. That the light of the moon will be like the light of the sun. This is a reference to the time of the time that will come. The time of Mashiach and the world to come. For the moon represents Yitzchak. And the sun represents Yaakov. Look in lesson one, you'll see how the sun represents Yaakov over there. And the moon being Yitzchak. Um, look in the Midrash Rabbah, Bamidbach, Parashah Bet. And we go back to the beginning that we saw that there were two types of judgments, holy judgment and polluted judgment. And if a person wants to know whether his judgment is impure or pure, this is the indicator. The indicator is this tefillah, prayer. When a person doesn't have cessation of prayer, meaning when he doesn't stop praying, which are afflictions of love? How do we how do we know which Yisurim, when the Yisurim come to a person, suffering comes to a person, how do we know that they are from the aspect of love, that Hashem loves you, that He's sending this to you? Those afflictions that don't involve cessation of prayer. We're going to get into this a little bit later. I mean, Nathan's going to explain this a little bit more. Um... <clears throat> So we know that the judgment is holy when there's no bitur of tefillah. When a person is distracted and there's there's many pauses and this and that. When the prayer is is nevatel, when there's the prayer isn't in its proper form. So we see here um, that those judgments are holy when you don't have bitur tefillah. When your prayer, meaning when your prayer is in its proper form, when your prayer isn't um, constantly stopped, etc. So this is what we say. Those afflictions of love are whenever they, you don't have a cessation of prayer. It says, Blessed is God that He did not turn away my prayer and His kindness from me. Prayer is the concept of the panim, the countenance. It says in Yeshaya, that Chizkiah turned his face to the wall and he began to pray. This is what it says in Tehidim. You turned your face. I was terrified. This is what Rashi explains. Because the scoffers of the generation, the mockers of the generation were saying, that from that, that, that generation, they were saying that, that, um, that Sarah had Yitzchak from, from Avi Melech. The king of Egypt, meaning that Avi Menach represents the, the side of impurity. What did Akadosh Baruch do to tell the generation that actually Sarah was not pregnant from Avi Menach, but rather from Avraham? That Yitzhak was Avraham's child, not Avi Menach's? What did he do? Hashem thus formed the features of Yitzhak's face similar to Avraham's. And everyone agreed and admitted that Avraham gave birth to Yitzhak. Perush. The explanation is like this. Meaning that what? That the judgment is in the concept of holy judgment. Why? Because we're talking about panim, the face here. What's the face? We're talking about the face, which is prayer. Panim. That Hashem put the face of Yitzchak um, similar to Avraham. Yitzchak, as we saw about earlier, that Yitzchak, Avraham is included in Yitzchak, this concept. And... Um, here the panim is a reference to tefillah. 
So you see, this is how you know the judgment is in the concept of holy judgment. I mean, you know that uh, actually it was from the side of Abraham that Yitzchak was born. And in the aspect of this judgment, which is the soul, there's two aspects. Yaakov Yaakov represents speech. And Esav, his brother, he represents the impurities. And this is why it says in Vaikra, Nefesh Kitsechata, a soul that transgresses, etc., etc., etc. These are the descendants of Yitzchak, the son of Abraham, Yaakov and Esav. Rashi says over there, this is the reference to Yaakov and Esav. And when you come to the aspect of Yaakov, this is reference to wisdom. That he outwitted me twice. And what did Unkelus say that he outwitted me, that uh, that he outtricked me, that is that Unkelus says over there outtricked me is actually a reference to Chakman. He outwitted me. He outsmarted me. So we see by Yaakveni from the word Yaakov is actually a reference to Chakmani. That Yaakov has wisdom. So when you go to Yaakov, who represents wisdom, then the soul is healed. It says the sun is charitable. And has healing in its wings. What did we say? The sun earlier? Yitzchak. Uh, sorry, Avra, uh, Yaakov. Sorry. Yaakov represents the sun. And when you come to the sun, Yaakov, then you have healing. This is what it says in Tehidim. The Torah of Hashem is perfect. It restores the soul. So we see, we know the Torah is the concept of Yaakov. And when you come to Yaakov, who's the Torah, you restore the soul. So the dibur without speech, this is called tzedek. It says, You ought to be speaking justice. So we see that we know tzedek is this concept. And that this is how we know tzedek malchut akadisha. We know that from malchut came tzedek. Tzedek is this concept of Yitzchak. It's not staka as we saw with the sun. It's tzedek missing the hay. But when you come to Yaakov, this is wisdom. It's called Tzedaka. And this is the explanation of the Pasuk. It is I who speaks with benevolence, with charity. And I am abundantly able to save. Who is abundantly able to save. Meaning this is the soul. That before it was without knowledge. But it was saved through charity. This concept of tzaka. Which is what we call speech with knowledge. The soul is brought to its healing place. It's healing and it's resting. Through speech with knowledge. This is the explanation of the verse. It shall be a healing for your navel. Lesharecha for your navel. What's sharecha? From the word sarah. Sarecha. Shehimidat malchut. This represents malchut. Uchshebal bechinat chokhman. Tzaken anefesh malenu l'shofa. And when you come to malchokhma, sorry, wisdom. Meaning, this malchut has healing. This soul has healing when it comes to wisdom. Nitaken anefesh malenu l'shofa. This is how you repair the soul and you elevate it to its source. Kitipat azara nimshechet me'amor. For the seed, the drop of seed. Is drawn from the mind. That's where it stems from. The drop of semen stems from the mind. And the brain is chokmat, wisdom. As we see in Patach Eliyahu. And all the services a person needs to serve Hashem with. 
only, why do we serve Hashem? It's only in order to reveal God's glory in the world. And wisdom is called glory. And if I am a father, where is my honor? What does father have to do with honor? Av is called father is called wisdom. And it says in Bereshit in Sefer Bereshit that all the Egyptians called Yosef Avrech viceroy. Rashi, but what did Rashi say over there about Avrech Av that he's a father in wisdom? So we see that through wisdom all the worlds are renewed. Because God created the world with the Torah. The Torah is called wisdom, as we know. Look in the Midrash, and many other places. We know that Israel ascended in God's thought initially first. So when the soul comes to Chokhmah, so when the soul comes to the Torah, which is wisdom, then the world is renewed. And Yaakov represents the heavens. And this is an explanation of the verse. Hashem, you are above, you are exalted above the heavens. Meaning what? When you elevate the soul, which is the aspect of Elohim, the holy judgment, to the aspect of Yaakov. Meaning, when you ascend this holy judgment to the concept of Yaakov, which is the heavens, which represents wisdom, wisdom, sorry, as then what happens? Then we finish off the verse. Then your glory is, up, is over all the earth. Meaning what? When you do this, when you ascend up to Yaakov, when you bring the soul all the way up to Yaakov, which is wisdom, you're able to reveal God's honor and glory in the world. This is where we're going to stop today. Um, and God willing, the next part of the class, we are going to do um, the second half of this lesson, which is Rabbi Natan's. Summary of the lesson in a much more understandable fashion. Here, the, clearly, we see that this lesson is very choppy. There's lots of things that we didn't get, but Bezrat um, Hashem, we're going to review this tomorrow, and we're going to really see what we're talking about here, and how Rabbi Natan is going to do the most awesome thing and and do what he does best. Bezrat Hashem.